0: Welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. This is catch-up episode number 5, episodes 13, 14, and 15 with no white noise. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. This is episode 13, Dragon Defenders Part 2. And if you recall from the last episode of Dragon Defenders which you should probably listen to before this one. You, the main character, created a team of dragon riders, brought them back to Earth from the dinosaur planet, and set the team up at the top of a gigantic alien tree in a really awesome tree house. This is part two. Just close your eyes, get comfortable in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up again in your treehouse. You stretch and get out of bed. There's an amazing breakfast waiting for you on the table and all of your friends join. Together you each eat your favorite food and drink your favorite breakfast drink. After that, you all sit around, play some games, watch some TV, but you start to get kind of bored. Spaceship, you ask. Isn't there any trouble out there for us to help solve? I do not believe so. Unfortunately, local authorities seem to handle most things. Ah, But there has to be something we can help with. I don't know, like, anything at all. I will search, says the spaceship. I have discovered something. Really, you ask? What is it? What can we go do to help? There is a giant robot attacking a city there's a giant robot attacking a city? Yes, correction. It is attacking the outskirts of a city. Oh, you say, well that's dangerous. I, I guess we better go stop them, dragon defenders. Let's go, you say. You and all of your friends stand up and press the button on their watch that creates a spacesuit around their entire body. Covered in your spacesuit armor, you all run out of the treehouse, jump up in the air, and begin to fly using the blasters on the bottom of your boots and hands. You gently glide down the tree until your dragon flies up in the air and scoops you up. You and your friends fly high up into the sky, high above the clouds. Spaceship, are we on the right path? Yes, says the spaceship. You are almost there. Follow the map. A map pops up in your view screen with a little dot where you're supposed to go. When you arrive, you see a giant robot walking around in a huge field, stomping down and scaring everyone in the area. It has a blaster in one of its hands, and it just keeps shooting the ground for really no reason that you can think of. Hey, you say, stop doing that. I will not listen says the giant robot no you will listen you can't mess around on my planet I do what I want says the giant robot I'll show you you say dragon defenders assemble you and all of the dragon riders fly around to different sides of the robot You start by trying to breathe fire at it. The robot seems kind of annoyed, but nothing really bad is happening. What else can we do? I imagine you could use freezing powers, says your dragon. Oh, I almost forgot you could talk, dragon. That hasn't come up in a while. Uh, What do you mean, freezing powers? I can freeze things with my breath you can freeze things with your breath how do you do that i spray straight liquid nitrogen wow well that's pretty cool uh, get his foot then or something yeah get his foot you fly down with your dragon line up with the foot and your dragon blasts a huge spray of liquid nitrogen all over the foot of the robot. It freezes pretty quickly. Now, somebody else, get it! One of your friends flies up. Their dragon has a tail that has a huge hammer sort of thing on the end of it with spikes. It flies up and smashes the bottom of the robot's leg. Because it's frozen, the robot's leg Breaks into thousands of pieces, and the robot starts to fall down onto the ground. It gets up before long, and its foot starts to regrow. Oh no, you say, it regrows. We're gonna have to freeze it a lot quicker. Can all of you dragons use freeze spray? Yes, say the dragons. Okay. Everybody pick one limb and let's spray him all at the same time He might be able to heal, but hopefully not too fast then You guys with big dragons who have smashing tails you come by and smash the pieces Got it everyone says You fly around the dragon until everybody's in position now you say all of the dragon riders fly in and start spraying their freeze spray out of the mouths of the dragons. You freeze the robot's arms, legs, torso, and last you fly up and spray him right in the head, freezing that too. Your friends who have dragons with big tails with hammers on the end fly in and start smashing the robot to pieces. Before long, the robot's in millions of pieces laying on the ground. You fly down to the wreckage and land on the ground. You step off your dragon and walk towards the robot. In the center of the robot wreckage is something that looks like a computer It's sparking and flashing. You walk up to the wreckage, and you see a computer screen that looks very familiar. Spaceship, you say. This looks just like your computer screen. Yes, says the spaceship that is my computer screen what spaceship spaceship you're the giant robot yes says the spaceship but you're evil but i thought you but eh, what why you say to the spaceship I was just trying to keep you entertained, says the spaceship. What do you mean? You seemed so sad that nothing was attacking the Earth. I thought you could use an adventure. You thought I could use an adventure, you ask? So you turned yourself into a gigantic robot and started attacking a city? I did not hurt anything, says the robot. I just thought I needed to entertain you. Yeah, you said that already. Are you... Are you okay? I am quite hurt. says the spaceship. Are you going to be able to repair yourself? I will need some help, says the spaceship. Okay, what do you need, spaceship? I am out of energy. Out of energy, you ask? what can i do to help spaceship i don't want you to to die you must find some source of energy or i will not survive says the spaceship but i don't know how to find energy The only other time I found one of those energy crystals was when we were on that lava planet. And we can't get to a lava planet without you to fly us there. I have located one energy crystal on Earth. You must go find it soon. With that said, the spaceship stops talking, and all of the power turns off. But luckily, inside your helmet, a little map appears with a blinking dot. This must be it, guys. That must be the energy signal. Let's go! We gotta get there now! You and the dragon riders jump on your dragons and fly up into the air. Higher and higher, just imagine yourself soaring high above the clouds, feeling the wind on your face or against your spacesuit. Before long, you arrive at the destination on the map. You seem to be at a huge volcano. I think the energy crystal's in the middle of the volcano, you say. I think energy crystals tend to grow around lava or something like that because that's where I found it last time, on a lava planet. Well, I guess the only question is, how are we going to get it from the center of the volcano? You land your dragons on the edge of the volcano, and you all look down into the volcano. Down in the center of the volcano, you see it. A giant energy crystal, entirely surrounded by lava. We could just fly down and get it, one of your friends says. It's way too hot down there, you say. That lava will burn us if we even get close, and we don't have the spaceship to protect us. I have an idea, says one of the dragons. Why don't we just freeze the lava? Oh, (laughs) of course. All right, well, it'll probably take a lot of freeze breath to freeze this, but I think if we all do it together, it should work. You and all of your friends ride their dragons to opposite sides of the volcano. On the count of three, you say, everybody shoot freeze breath into the volcano. One, two, three, go! You and all of your friends' dragons shoot a huge plume of freeze breath into the volcano. You watch as the volcano turns to stone. Now we can go get it, you say. You jump off your dragon and turn on the blasters on your boots and hands. You glide down gently to get the crystal. You pick it up and fly back up to your dragon, and you and all your friends fly back into the sky. After another long journey of flying, you arrive at the spaceship. Spaceship, I've got it! Spaceship, wake up, you say. You go over to the spaceship and you can see the little pedestal where you normally put the crystals shattered and broken beside the computer screen. You walk up to it and place the crystal in it, but nothing happens. Disappointed, you turn away from the crystal, realizing that the spaceship may be gone forever. As you start to walk away, You hear a sound. Hello. Is that you, friend? Spaceship? You're okay? Yes, I should be able to rebuild now. Thank you. The spaceship parts all start to glow. They shoot themselves together into a huge ball of energy. And that ball of energy transforms back into the spaceship and shrinks down into its toy size. It flies over into your hand. Thank goodness, spaceship. I was so worried. Now, if you don't mind, that was a pretty long day of adventuring. I really think it's time to get to sleep. Maybe we can all just sleep inside the spaceship tonight, guys? All of your friends nod, looking incredibly tired. The dragons seem happy to do the same thing. The spaceship grows and grows and grows and grows until it's a big enough spaceship for all of the dragons and all of your friends to enter. You all get in the back of the spaceship and it blasts off into space in orbit around the Earth. This time it's grown so large that it has a room for each of your friends and a room for each of the dragons. You and your friends go to your rooms and lay down in bed. Up above you is a window and through the window you can see the Earth below blue and white and green. Good night, spaceship, you say. Good night, says the spaceship. The lights turn off, your eyes become heavy, and you allow yourself to drift off to sleep. And if you're still awake, we're going to move on to episode 15, The Sasquatch. You wake up in the morning like you usually do. You get up, get out of bed, and head outside. Spaceships beside you, flying around, still the size of a toy. What do you want to do today, spaceship? I don't know. How about you? Uh, I don't know. I thought maybe we could go have a forest adventure today. That sounds great, says Spaceship. Where should we go? I have a perfect idea, you say to Spaceship. Turn into your larger mode and I'll show you where it is. Spaceship flies out in front of you, starts glowing a bright yellow color. He grows and he grows and he grows and then he turns back to metal and the back door opens. You enter the spaceship and head up to the control panel. You sit down on the seat, put your hands on the steering wheel, press forward on the throttle and blast high up into the sky. You quickly rise above the clouds until you're high up above any of the weather. All you can see is clouds below you and the sun ahead of you. You fly north until you come to a huge set of trees. Once you're in what looks like a gigantic forest with almost nobody around, You lower the spaceship down towards the Earth. You find a large area to land the spaceship, and you bring it down gently. Once you've landed, you open the hatches on the back and get out. This is the perfect place for a breakfast picnic, you say to Spaceship. What would you like, says Spaceship. You tell Spaceship what you want to eat. Just pick your favorite meal for breakfast. And imagine telling Spaceship to get that. Coming right up, says Spaceship. Spaceship disappears for a second and reappears carrying the meal that you ordered. Thanks, Spaceship. It's really awesome having you around. It's too bad my friends aren't here right now, it's kinda lonely without them. Just then, out of the corner of your eye, you see something strange peeking up out of the bushes. It looks kinda like a human, but with a whole lot of hair around its eyes and its face and its mouth. It kinda looks like a bear. or... You know what what it really looks like is a sasquatch a sasquatch or a yeti the mysterious forest creatures that everyone seems to think might exist but nobody's actually found yet as soon as the sasquatch figures out that you're looking at him he ducks down out of the way and disappears spaceship we have to find him you say Yes, find him, says the spaceship. You run towards the woods where you saw the Sasquatch. But you don't see anything at all. Not a trail. Not a footprint. Nothing. Where did he go, you say to spaceship? I don't know. Maybe... You are seeing things, says the spaceship. I'm not seeing things. I know what I saw. I saw a Sasquatch, you tell spaceship. I am sorry. It's not your fault, spaceship. Let's just go back to eating. You go back to the opening where you had been eating your breakfast, and you continue eating your favorite meal. Then again, you notice something out of the corner of your eye. Spaceship, it's right there. Go. You and Spaceship run over to where you believe you saw the Sasquatch yet again. But again, there's absolutely nothing there. Ugh, this is frustrating, you say. One more time, you... And spaceship go back to eating your meals and one more time out of the corner of your eye you see the Sasquatch but this time you don't react right away you just get up and start walking in the opposite direction spaceship flies after you wondering what you're doing what are you doing Says Spaceship, I have an idea, you say to Spaceship, I'll walk this way, and then you turn invisible and try to sneak up on him from behind, then if you can sneak up on him, shoot him with a sleep ray or something, I understand, sneaking now spaceship suddenly disappears to sneak behind the sasquatch you just keep walking in the other direction towards the other side of the forest after a few moments you hear Ah! you turn around and run in the opposite direction when you arrive you see what is definitely a Sasquatch asleep on the ground it doesn't really look like a full-sized Sasquatch it's more of a sort of a kid-size shape and it has gigantic feet spaceship I'm kind of rethinking this uh, putting them to sleep thing I feel kind of bad about this don't worry, we can help Spaceship flies away in the other direction and turns into a full-size ship once again. The back hatch opens and out come two robots with a stretcher. They put the Sasquatch into the stretcher and pull him back into the spaceship. You follow them. Spaceship, um, maybe we should get out of here for now. I don't want any of those other Sasquatches or Sasquatch or however you say it coming after us uh, when we're not looking. That is a good idea. Heading to orbit now. The spaceship blasts up off the ground and heads straight up through the clouds and into space. Before you know it, it's drifting above Earth just floating gently. Sasquatch is sitting on a bed in the middle of the spaceship with robots attending to him. One of the robots takes something out and pokes it in his arm. And suddenly, the Sasquatch sits straight up, sees you, and disappears. What? Where did he go, you ask spaceship? I believe he's still there. Watch. Out of the ceiling pops a little arm with a little spray can in it. It sprays the air a blue color and suddenly you see the outline of the Sasquatch. But he's, he's invisible you say? Yes, says the spaceship it seems sasquatch or sasquatches can become invisible i sprayed him with blue paint so we could see him that explains why no one's ever seen them but what about the footprints and everything it's when he ran away i i didn't even see a footprint well that's because we have such big feet Says the Sasquatch. What? You can talk? You ask? Of course I can talk, says the Sasquatch. Why wouldn't I be able to talk? Now, get this paint off me. But, you know English? Yes, of course I know English, says the Sasquatch. I'm from Earth, and I live in North America, so don't you think I would know English? I guess so, you say, but I just didn't expect you to really be able to speak or anything. Oh, is that what you think, says the Sasquatch. Is that why you thought it was okay to hit me with a sleep ray, because I'm some unthinking little punk or something like that? No, no, that's not what I think at all, you tell the Sasquatch. I just, well... Well, I just didn't know. I'm sorry for putting you to sleep. I didn't mean to scare you. I just thought there was like a monster thing watching us from the woods. A monster? Asks the Sasquatch. You think I'm some kind of monster? I'm no monster. You're the monster. We just live peacefully in the woods. You guys are the ones going up messing around with the planet and all that sort of nonsense, says the Sasquatch. I don't mean to mess the planet up. I I didn't do that. Well, your people did, says the Sasquatch. Us Sasquatch stick to ourselves. That's our number one rule. We're not allowed to let anybody know about us. I promise I won't tell anyone, you say to the Sasquatch. Well, how am I going to know if you're going to tell anybody or not? You can't prove that. What if I pinky promise you. Now, what's a pinky promise? asks the Sasquatch. Well, a a pinky promise is where you take your pinky fingers and you shake them together with somebody else. It's basically an unbreakable promise. Unbreakable promise, says the Sasquatch. I like this unbreakable promise idea. Okay, I'll shake on it, or pinky swear, that is. The Sasquatch sticks up his finger and you shake it with your pinky finger. Well, that's a deal. Now I can't tell anybody about you. Well, that's good. That's good indeed. I say we use this opportunity to explore a little bit. Suggests the Sasquatch. Uh, what do you mean, explore? You ask. Explore what? Says the Sasquatch. Have you ever explored a Sasquatch village? Um, well, seeing as I didn't even know Sasquatch existed, I think it's safe to say that I haven't. Sasquatch, no. You respond to the Sasquatch. Well, then, says the Sasquatch, this is our opportunity. Follow me. The Sasquatch heads out to the back of the ship and presses the button to open the doors. Bah! Says the Sasquatch, screaming as loud as he can. There's... Where... Where are we? Oh, you say. I forgot to tell you. Um, I was a little bit afraid of other Sasquatch sneaking up on us, so I told the spaceship to go back up into space base says the sasquatch you mean we're we're up above the clouds in in the sky uh yeah you say to the sasquatch uh, we are we're way way up high actually higher than i'm guessing you've ever been before this is amazing just look down there at the planet you walk out to the back of the ship and you watch with the Sasquatch. You're right, it's beautiful, you say. You can see the earth below you, blue and white and green, as you float above it in your spaceship. Wait a second, says the Sasquatch. Why aren't we dying right now? We shouldn't be able to stand here with the door open and not die in space, should we? Asks the Sasquatch. Oh, uh, probably just force field or something. It's a magic spaceship. You know how it is. All right, magic spaceship. Okay. Anyways, you asked, you want to go see your, your Sasquatch village down there? Sure, says the Sasquatch. Um, just head back down to where we were and I'll show you around. Okay, you say, you run back over to the control center. The Sasquatch follows you and sits down beside you. You grab the wheel, push it forward, and press the throttle all the way forward as well. You fly quickly down out of space, back towards the earth. You come closer and closer, and the earth gets bigger and bigger, You pass through the clouds and head down towards the trees. You find the same opening where you landed last time and bring the ship down to a slow and soft landing. You and Sasquatch open the back of the spaceship and walk out. Follow me, says the Sasquatch. You follow the Sasquatch. He comes up to a rock He taps on the rock with a specific sort of knock pattern and suddenly the rock slides out of the way revealing a hole and inside the hole is a set of stairs leading down. You and Sasquatch follow the stairs down and down and down and the stone closes above your head. You find yourself in a large hallway that's lit up in bright blue and green colors that are sort of glowing off the walls. You follow the bright colored hallway down and down and down, until you come to a large opening. Well, this is my house, I thought we were going to the village, you asked the Sasquatch we are. But first, I thought we better stop here for a rest, suggests the Sasquatch. You know what, you say? That's a great idea. Do you have somewhere where I can sleep? I'm getting really tired. Right here, says the Sasquatch. He points to a bed that looks like it's made out of moss and leaves and You're not really sure what else, but you go and lay down on it, and you realize that it's the most comfortable bed you've ever laid in in your entire life. You pull a nice, cozy, warm, and soft blanket up over top of yourself. You let yourself sink down into the mattress, relaxing your shoulders, Relaxing your arms, relaxing your legs and your feet and your head, your eyes becoming heavy and just letting them close and allowing yourself to drift off to sleep. And if you are still awake, we're going to move on to episode 16, the center of the Earth. Just close your eyes, lay back in your bed, cozy up under the covers, and just imagine yourself doing what the person in the story does. You wake up again in one of the most comfortable beds you've ever been in, the one that your friend the Sasquatch gave you last night. You look around and you see a whole bunch of glowing things. There's blue and purple and yellow and pink. The walls just glow with the brightest colors. "'How are ya?' says your friend the Sasquatch. "'I'm good. How are you?' "'I'm great. Ready to go exploring the Sasquatch village?' "'Um, okay. How many Sasquatches are there in the village?' Three, says your friend the Sasquatch. Three? How is it a village with three people? Well, says your friend, we Sasquatch live in really small groups. We really don't like being around people much. So this village is just me, my dad, and my mom. That's pretty much it. Oh, where are they right now? You ask? Oh, my parents? Well. They're not here right now. They're on an adventure. So come on with me. I'll show you all around, says your friend, the Sasquatch. Well, just just one second. What's your name? My name's Footsie, says the Sasquatch. Footsie, you say? All right, well, we'll go with Footsie. Sounds great, says Footsie. Now, let's get going. Come on this way, says Footsie, pointing to a tunnel in the distance. You follow Footsie, and you walk through the tunnels. Each tunnel glows with something that's on the side of the walls, yellow, purple, blue, all sorts of different colors. It almost looks like some sort of moss or something, but it's bioluminescent, which means it glows quite brightly. You follow Footsie through a bunch of different tunnels. He shows you one entrance that pops up and looks out on a local park nearby. This is where I like to watch other kids play. You have to watch other kids play? You ask him. But you look like just a kid yourself, can't you go play with them? No, says Footsie. My parents don't let me play with other kids. We're not supposed to let other people know that we exist. Oh, that's so sad. Are there other Sasquatch children to play with? No, I mean there are, but you have to travel pretty far to find them. Oh no, that's not fun at all. Well, maybe you and I can be friends. Oh, I would love that ever so much, replies Footsie. Well, what do you want to do? Let's go explore some more," says Footsie. You and Footsie travel around the different cave systems. He shows you different secret entrances that go here and there. The Sasquatch seem to have entrances that pop up everywhere. There's even one that pops up just in front of your house that you didn't know about. I've actually been trying to be your friend for a long time," says Footsie, showing you the entrance to your house, and there's one more thing I really want to show you. Come this way. You follow Footsie down a glowing tunnel. This tunnel goes down and down and down, and eventually it comes to a huge hole this is an entrance to the center of the world the center of the world you ask what do you mean the center of the world i thought the world was solid oh no the world is not solid at all explains footsie you can go down and down and down and you come to a place Where all the animals live. What animals, you say? Don't all the animals live on the planet? Well, many of them do. But there's quite a few who hide in the center of the Earth. You see, there's many animals that don't like humans, explains Footsie. That don't like humans? Why don't they like humans? Well... Humans can be a bit invasive at times, so they found a place in the center of the earth and they've been living there ever since, explains Footsie. Come see! Footsie jumps down a tube that looks a lot like a huge slide. You shrug your shoulders and figure, why not? You jump inside the tube and head down the biggest slide you've ever been on down and down and down you go until you pop out in a huge opening. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. It's kind of like a cave, but a cave that's way bigger than you can imagine. The ceiling goes up incredibly high. And on the top of the ceiling is a bunch of glowing moss. That keeps everything lit up. You and Footsie walk through the underground. There's trees growing, plants, grass. You pass lakes inside the center of the earth. Pretty much everything that would be on top of the earth. This is amazing, but where does the light come from? Well, says Footsie, the light comes from two places. First, there's the light from the glowing moss, which you've already seen. And then there's the light from the core of the earth. It also provides warmth. It provides warmth? Can we go see it? Of course we can, says Footsie. You and Footsie walk towards the core of the earth. As you get closer, the core appears. It's kind of floating in a gigantic hole. It's red and bright and looks a little bit like a sun. It's not really what you expected to be in the core of the earth. That's amazing. And then you see something from beside you. "'Hey, what are you doing here?' You look over and see a huge rock creature or something like that. What, "'What What are you?' you ask. "'What am I? What's a human doing down here? Haven't you ruined enough of our habitat?' I, "'I haven't ruined any of your habitat,' you explain. "'I just want to be friends with everybody.' Well, if you wanted to be friends with everybody, you wouldn't be messing with the core of the earth. It's already starting to die, and I think you might be here to finish it off. What do you mean it's starting to die, you ask? That's not good at all. Oh, now you think it's not good? I'll show you. The big golem starts punching his hands together making huge breaking noises. This is not going to be good, you say. Do you require assistance? Asks the spaceship, pops out of your pocket. I don't know, spaceship. Uh, Have you anything that can fight a giant rock golem sort of thing? Yes, says the spaceship. The spaceship transforms into what looks like a mechanical suit, just a little bigger than the rock golem. The back of the suit opens up. You climb in and the suit closes around you. A helmet pops down over your head and when you close your eyes, you feel a strange sensation. And when you open them, you realize you have full control of the suit. When you try to move your arms, the suit moves its arms. Your legs, it moves its legs. Just like the golem, you hit your fists together. The golem runs at you and tries to punch, but you grab his fist with one of your hands. He punches with the other and you grab onto it too. He starts pushing against you. He's incredibly strong. He pushes you back and back and back. You try to push forward, and as you do, blasters shoot out of your back and start pushing you against him, pushing him closer and closer to the center of the earth. He ducks down to the side and throws you. You start flying towards the center of the earth, but thinking about stopping causes the suit to activate its flying mechanism, and the blasters push you away and allow you to fly up into the air. Hey, that's no fair. You can't fly. says the rock golem. The rock golem then picks up a huge boulder and throws it at you. It hits you right in the head. <laughs> hey, you regain control and try to get out of the way, but the rock golem just keeps throwing boulder after boulder after boulder. You dodge as many as you can, but he just keeps throwing them. We need some way to stop this spaceship. I agree. I recommend freezing. Ah, that's a good idea. Do you have something that can freeze it? Yes, says the spaceship, activating freeze cannon. Out of your arm pops a big cannon. You point it towards the golem and spray. The golem starts moving slower and slower until everything but its head is totally encased in ice. You land in front of the golem. Now, are you going to stop trying to hurt me? I'm not the one who ruined the core of the earth, you say to the golem. Eh, well then who was it? Says the golem. I don't know, but me and my friend footsie here can help you figure it out. Eh, says the golem. Oh, you don't seem that bad after all. Now just unfreeze me and we can talk about it some more, says the golem. You use a laser in your hand to unfreeze the golem. It slowly melts the ice away and allows him to move again. That's better, says the golem. Now, says the golem, can you explain to me... How you're going to help me figure out who's messing with the center of the earth? Well, of course we can, but I think that'll have to wait till another time. It's my bedtime and I'm not home yet. Uh, Well, I guess you better get home, but it's a long journey back to the top of the earth. How are you going to get there? May I make a suggestion? says the spaceship. Of course, spaceship. Uh, What do you suggest? I can create a portal that goes to your shed. Oh, right. Those work on the same planet, too? Of course, says the spaceship. The spaceship grows and grows and grows until it's large enough for the portal to fit out its back hatch. The portal flies out, being carried by robots, and is placed on the ground right near the center of the Earth. It lights up and turns on. Uh, that thing looks crazy. Uh, is that some kind of magic? Well, something like magic, I guess. Magic, science, and it's hard to tell the difference sometimes. You saved the golem. Well, I promise we'll be back tomorrow and me and the spaceship, and Footsie here, are gonna figure out what happened. Uh, Okay, I'll meet you here tomorrow night. All right, we'll see you then. You and Footsie and the spaceship, which is now shrunk down to be a toy size again, walk through the portal and arrive in your front yard, out of the shed. Footsie says that he has to get back for dinner And you understand, so you wave goodbye and let him go. Footsie walks off towards a tree. He presses a little button, and the tree pops up in the air, creating a little entrance. He jumps inside, and the tree goes back to its normal position, like no one was ever there. That's weird. I wonder how many of those Sasquatch tunnels there are around here. There are many, says the spaceship. (sighs) Okay, spaceship, anyways, we better get to bed. I've been gone for a whole day and I think we forgot to leave one of those robots. I took care of it. You walk inside your house and back to your bedroom. There you see the robot version of yourself. Hi there! Are you back? The robot starts sparking and blasting and again melts into a huge puddle of goo. As you may recall, the robots are designed to self-destruct when you come in contact with them. That way, there's never two of you in one place. Spaceship, you say. "Mm, Do the thing where you get rid of that. The spaceship shines a light on the pile of goop and it slowly dissolves into energy and gets sucked into the spaceship. You turn off the lights in your room, climb into your bed, and pull up your covers. Your eyes are getting very, very heavy and you allow them to close. You notice any tension in your shoulders and you let it go. You notice any tension in your arms, and you let it go. Notice any tension in your legs, in your feet, and you let it go. And last, you notice any tension in your face, and you let it go. Letting yourself sink deeper into the covers. With every breath, you become more and more relaxed. sink down deeper and deeper into the bed, allowing yourself to drift off to the world of sleep and dreams.